All right. Welcome to the last page bookcast. I'm your host, uh, George. I'm with my co-host, Carol, Jenny, and Kyle. And we're going to be talking about, uh, we're just going to be announcing the new book of the month. And uh, when I say book of the month, there's going to be a restructuring to the way the podcast operates. For anyone that has been listening in the past, uh, we've had this format to where we would read up to a certain uh, chapter every week. And we would try to kind of give our thoughts on that chapter and whatnot and have it be kind of like a book club podcast in that sense. But the problem we've been running into is not only scheduling things because, you know, we're all adults and we have things that go on in our lives that are out of our control, but also just because, you know, some people read slower than others and some people read faster than others. I think it's better to give everybody a full 30 days to kind of read and consume and digest the book at their own pace. And uh, this gives us time to make thorough notes and um, kind of just either reread parts and kind of just really digest the book and have our opinions very formulated on the book before um, actually discussing it. And that way we can discuss in one decent sized podcast at the end of the month where we're kind of just discussing all of our opinions on it. Um, And also that gives time for you, the uh, listener, to read um, the book. And what I think would be very cool, a very cool addition is, you know, the week before we record um, the last the, the last podcast of the month where we're actually reviewing the book. If you guys want to send in kind of your thoughts on the book via email and stuff like that, we can read it on the uh, last uh, podcast of the month for the book as well. So everybody kind of gets to contribute uh, their opinion in a way. Uh, so in the meantime, so what's going to take up the uh, other episodes for the month is we're going to be talking about more just generalized topics and literature and writing and reading. Um, I know uh, on the last uh, episode, I mentioned that, you know, one of the challenges we're going to have uh, <laughs> Kyle talk about romance and just give his opinion on not only a romance book, but just his opinion on the genre as a whole. And uh, that'll be a discussion we'll have. Uh, we might do things where we talk about just uh, trends in uh, literature that we see, whether or not, you know, certain genres are dead or certain genres should come back or you know whether or not kids are reading enough and like whether or not you know people are as articulate or as well read as they used to be in the past just a variety of different topics that gives the podcast a lot more diversity um and you can sprinkle in some author interviews with that and like you know some episodes where I mean, who knows, maybe even one of the listeners can be a guest and disgusting that they want to talk about, but, you know, it gives a lot more variety to the podcast and a lot more, um, a lot more just nuance, I think, than just fixating on just one book and just limiting it to just a certain chapter every week. Um, but that said, you know, this first episode of the month for December, we're going to be talking about, uh, Kyle's pick. Uh, he, He's the one that decide on the book that we're going to be reading for this month. And he's going to tell you guys uh, the title and the author. And he's going to read you either a description or an excerpt from it. And then Carol will tell you a little bit about the author afterwards. So, Kyle. Thanks, George. <laughs> there, sound like a professional there. <laughs> um, the first description that I saw was a. Uh, says Agatha Christie meets Groundhog Day, quite unlike anything I've ever read and altogether triumphant. Um, that's from A.J. Finn, who's a best-selling author 
uh, the woman in the window. Um, about the book, it says Evelyn Hardcat. Well, let me start over. It's the seven and a half deaths of Evelyn uh, Hardcastle. Sorry, I'm flubbing uh, it a little bit. But seven and a half deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle. Evelyn Hardcastle will die every day until Aiden Bishop can identify her killer and break the cycle. But every time the day begins again, Aiden wakes up in the body of a different guest, and some of his hosts are more helpful than others. Short excerpt, but I thought it was really pretty intriguing. I like the movie Groundhog Day, and there is a, a commonality there. Um, I love Agatha Christie, and I and I am digging this excerpt already. Yeah, it just it really sounds pretty neat, and then it also goes on to the rules of Blackheath, which I'm assuming Blackheath is where the story takes place. It says Evelyn Hardcastle will be murdered at 11 p.m. There are eight days and eight witnesses for you to inhabit. We will only let you escape once you tell us the name of the killer. Understood? Then let's begin. Again, also like a clue. Sounds like clue too. Right? Yeah, there's definitely some of that in there. It seems very exciting. I'm excited to read it. Well, I can um, go ahead and tell you a little bit about the author, um, Stuart Turton. Um, his author profile on Goodreads reads as follows. He lives in London with his amazing wife and daughter. He drinks lots of tea. I mean, what else? When he left university, he went traveling for three months and stayed away for five years. Every time his parents asked when he'd be back, he told them next week and he meant it. <laughs> Stuart is not to be trusted in the nicest possible way. He's got a degree in English and philosophy, which makes him excellent at arguing and terrible at choosing degrees. I mean, I can relate, honestly. <laughs> Having trained for no particular career, he has dabbled in most of them. He stocked shelves in a Darwin bookshop, my dream, taught English in Shanghai, worked for a technology magazine in London, wrote travel articles in Dubai, and now he's a freelance journalist. None of this was planned. He just kept getting lost on his way to other places. He likes to chat. He likes books. He likes people who write books and people who read books. He doesn't know how to write a biography, so should probably stop before he tells you about his dreams or something. It was lovely to meet you, though. And this is apparently on his own words. Stewart's debut novel is uh, called The Seven Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle in the UK and The Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle in the US. They're the same book. Don't worry about it. He's hilarious just from this profile. <laughs> I had read, so I, I thought I'd read something that The Seven and a Half Deaths was the US variant but also that the book was a little different as in he says they're longer... the same oh well oh okay hmm. well then maybe I didn't read that maybe I just made it up <laughs> way to go Randall there you go there right, you right. go I have to make things up always inserting yourself right I have George, a full what head do you of hair and I'm seven it? feet tall <laughs> oh yeah well the dream <laughs> yeah I think this sounds like a lot of fun I'm excited to read it. He sounds like a fun author. Yeah, and it, I know he won this won a buttload of awards 
in 2018, if I recall. Nice. Wonder if, and this uh, is his first one. Yeah, go ahead. No, I just I wonder if that you know that wit that he has with his profile, his you know mini bio, will be will manifest in the actual book because uh, the book sounds kind of serious, you know. Um, so I'm just curious if it's going to have the same type of humor because um, it's like you know you're trying to solve someone from being murdered to break like a cycle and um i know that's like that's been done humorously before like you know carl said you know it reminds me of groundhog's day uh it also reminds me of this movie um i think it's called happy birthday to you or something along it's a horror movie where it's a similar situation a woman uh wakes up every day she gets killed and she has to uh identify her killer in order to break the loop and uh I've 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 seen the trailer for the movie. I have not seen it myself, as you well know. I do not do horror. Yeah, the movie's very. Yes. The movie's more of a horror comedy than anything because it's. It, 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 at first, it starts off you know kind of like, oh my god! But you know, as you know, she realizes that she's in the loop. She starts to care less about you know, actually in the manner in which she dies. So it becomes more comical. It becomes like more of a dark comedy in a sense. And I wonder if that's like going to be the same angle here to where um, the more this happens, the more the more loops that happens, whether or not the main characters or, you know, whatever, actually start to take it seriously or start to treat it differently. You know, if that makes sense. Yes, well, I that's love also dark Go humor. Ahead, I just yeah. love dark humor. We all know I'm twisted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have to be a little twisted, don't we? true this is why i was saying that i like i think it sounds a little bit like clue and the movie clue not just the board game mm-hmm. because it's funny and it's different and they you know they change the scenarios and you meet the different people and stuff like that so i'm excited to to meet all these characters and see if i believe his name is aiden was that it aiden yes, bishop aiden, aiden bishop aiden bishop can find out what happens to evelyn hardcastle Yeah, and I think it leads it, it lends itself to being humorous. Just um, eight witnesses, you would assume that men and women. Mm-hmm. So you're waking well, that, up, to, you know, potentially in a woman's br- body occasionally, and that would be odd to say the least. That also so, reminds me of another book that has been circling around that is apparently very. Um, uh, timely right now is the somewhat some uh, one of us is lying where a bunch of people have seen like a murder or um, uh, some type of crime being committed and everybody has a different point of view so oh. that'll be interesting to see in this ex in this version of a book you know on this method i guess lots of ways it could go Great. One of us is lying. <laughs> One of us is lying. Uh, yeah, yeah. George. Okay, bye. George is the mole. I'm calling it. Wait, wait what? What are we talking about? <laughs> See, he's not even paying attention, friends. No, he puts it on mute and then he just goes to sleep or something. It's like these people are talking. Yep, 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 yep. Boomers, millennials. Charlie Brown. No, uh, okay. Like, 
I was actually look. I was actually looking into that one of us is lying uh, thing that you had just mentioned because uh, apparently it was based off a book uh, mm-hmm. that was a New York Times. Bestseller. I was mentioning. Yeah, I was talking about the book. They are making it a series now. Oh, they are. Okay. Yeah. Because the first thing that popped up for me was the series, and uh, uh, so I didn't know if it it was like based off the book or the book was based. On, I don't know if it was vice versa or whatever, but. Um, yeah, uh, I, I like I, I really like fiction like that that have like a mystery element because I feel like mystery is very underrated, um, a very underrated genre that doesn't get enough love. Um, I think also like, um, very difficult to write. Yes, extremely because I think we live in a in a culture where people are just like one of the things that annoys me about my fiance and it's like I love her to death is that she tries to guess the she tries to guess like what the twist is going to be before a twist happens. I'm like, why can't you just watch the damn movie? Or why because can't you just read? I mean, That's we're best friends. But like, out you loud, just described me. But out loud, though, keep it to yourself. No, no, no. Women. I did this with my husband. Now you're planting ideas in my dumb man brain because I just want to enjoy and be surprised at the end. And then she's like, oh, I bet it was the brother. Oh my god, shut. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. <laughs> I already love her. Welcome to the family, pod family That's over right. here. That's right. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's just one of those things where it's just like, you know, I think mystery is very hard to pull off because I think people have, or are just, it, people go into these things looking for the twist, expecting a twist, expecting a subversion, you know, so it's very hard to as a writer nowadays to pull that off because it's like so many of those tropes have been already done and it's um yeah so i commend anybody that can pull off a mystery novel or just a mystery story in general uh very effectively without you know just having most people come to the same conclusion that turns out to be right agreed yeah same but movies i think are harder because you've got the I think the character that did it, in quotes, is typically playing to one extreme or the other. They play this character that, you know, I'm not doing anything wrong and over the top innocent. Mm-hmm. And it makes everybody suspect. Or they play everything that I do is shady and it's uh, it's just screaming at you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's already yeah out there. So that brings me that brings me to a fun fact, and I don't know if you know this, um, because technology could be a good a dead giveaway of who the bad guy in a movie is. Did you know that Apple does not let um, movie production have the bad guy in the movie use Apple products? So the uh-huh. bad guy is always going to be an Android user. Are you serious? Uh-huh. Yep. I didn't know that. That's very interesting. Isn't it though? <laughs> it is. That's fascinating. I thought it was quite fun. I, I thought it was quite fun. I'm like, well that I mean it, it makes sense because they're like they're trying to keep their image clean. I mean sure. it's a marketing PR sure. situation like tactic or whatnot, but they write it in like this person, like the bad person in the movie cannot or the nemesis or whoever cannot use I um Apple products. I'll be darned. Yep. I have to find the article where I found this. Um, and I believe it was on a movie that came out last year. 
<laughs> will not remember the name of it right now, but I will supply it. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That makes me want to write a book, a mystery now. And they use a, the bad guy uses Apple and he gets defeated because his technology is shit. <laughs> I mean, I think you'll get sued, but I mean, try it. <laughs> he loses because Apple are dicks. <laughs> could be, could be. Oh, That's goodness. Ridiculous. That makes sense, though, from, like Carol said, from a marketing standpoint. It's all, you know, what what do they call yeah, I'm losing perception. the words, but right. Yep, yeah, that's right. it. Perception. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Well, I'm an Android user, so I'm the bad guy. I don't understand. I, I, ah! I don't get that logic, though, because it's like, oh, man, I can't drink Coca-Cola now because Darth Vader was drinking Coca-Cola. I mean, that, that just doesn't make any it subliminal messaging, though. It does not. But yes, that's right. I mean, I think that has to do with some of the terrorist plots mm-hmm. that have occurred in the past and how the encryption in the back end um whole situation happened i believe in california at one point and apple was asked to help like break into the phones of the bad guys and they're like no we can't do that uh i I know i'm not getting all my facts straight right now um but i think that has to that has something to do with it huh that's yeah that's, that's interesting um that's 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 actually very fascinating because uh it it reminds me of like um what was it uh there's some there's another brand that did something similar about what you said if i could think of it though but that's not my first time hearing about a company doing something like that and my thing is that you know it's just i don't understand like (laughs) I say I don't. It's like I get it. Like I like with Jane saying like there's subliminal messaging there. I mean like you know that I guess would play a role. But I mean at, at some point it's just like you know marketing is marketing. You know it's just like it's, so I don't understand like you know why companies would like just fixate on things like this like as if well, like it really matters. I know it's the U.S. Perception, military yeah. does something similar. The military, oh, that makes if you, sense. If you're, if you're making a movie mm-hmm. and you put the military in a good light, it's, I think, one third the price. I think that just reminded me. Huh. Uh, I, I, and, like, again, like Carol, like, I may be getting my facts a little bit mixed up, but I, I do remember reading it that there's in the early 2000s, uh, there was a point, <laughs> there was a McDonald's was like trying very, very hard to advertise like to the african-american community like if you notice a lot of commercials from like the early 2000s they had like a lot of black people in them Mm -hmm. Uh, it was at a point where they were actually paying rappers a certain amount of money if they would mention like any mcdonald's products in their rap songs shut up no way i remember this uh i will look it up the back myself up but like yeah it was I remember vividly hearing that, like, you know, that doesn't sound like something that, that that sounds like something that they would do, you know? Yeah. So, like, with, you know, Apple. Corporate greed. (laughs) So, Apple doing something like that, I mean, it's totally believable, but it just, it doesn't make any logistical sense to me or any, like, you know, uh, any, like, sense in a marketing sense. Because it's just, like, I think, because, like, a lot of times, like, villains are cool. You know, a lot of people consider villains 
more interesting than the good guy half the time. Mm-hmm. Like the Joker, like people find the Joker more fascinating than Batman half the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Same so, happens within the Harry Potter franchise where they have um, Draco Malfoy is mm-hmm. considered one of the like best characters in the series. As they well. appeal well, not best, to people. But appeal. Thank you. That that's the word I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Exactly. There's more appeal. Obviously, well, bad guys also have more appeal to girls. I would say, and I'm going to make this general statement. Don't come at me, but that's the truth. Hey, I agree. Look at all the the biker films that have just yeah. taken off, and all all the men. Well, I don't know if any of you guys do TikTok, but you see the trends on TikTok and so all that subliminal whether it's subliminal or not the advertising we don't see commercials like we used to because like we don't have cable we use fire sticks so we either pay to not see commercials or we fast forward through them and so they got to hit you somehow and so they promote that way I guess Yep, that's right. I like that voice, though. uh, Yeah, I lost everything. McDonald's in the rap song. The the only thing that comes to my mind is cruising down the street in my 6'4", and then something (laughs) about a Big Mac. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Yeah, I did did post an article to kind of back up what I said. So, uh, yeah, apparently it was a real thing, you know, Um, and that's just fascinating to me. That uh, again, like it, it makes me wonder too. Like um, with just from a from like a writing and like literature perspective, um, how does because I've seen this like before in like writing forms and stuff like that. That because uh, like if you're writing the story right, and then you mention a real world real a real world product, uh, you know can you be like held accountable for that you know is this like is it well like as long as you use the um registered trademark kind of like the the little um symbol yeah um and you're not using proprietary because for example dumpster is an actual brand even Mm -hmm. though we use it colloquially as you know it's the dumpster but no a dumpster is a literal brand name as um ziploc is just like band-aid and, uh, mm-hmm. correct like Kleenex. exactly so they have to be careful to like if we're going to use these words and not like the generic term like tissue or trash bin or whatever um they have to they have to use like the the trademark um or registered logo uh, symbol mm-hmm. uh to in in their writing because that could get them sued that's that's interesting. I'm like I, I was I wanted to bring that up because I'm like now we're talking about marketing also, and it just isn't it weird because I it sometimes it takes me back when I read it in a book, uh, when I read a, a word that I know like like you say like a, a band aid in a book, um, and I see it like all formal with capital letter and the little mm-hmm. thing next to it. I'm like right. oh my god that yeah that's right that's not like the. Uh, it's not like general term. It's literally like a brand name. Huh. Well, the way to get around that. There's a way to get around that. Like I'm that. sure. I'm sure. There's a TV show long ago. It's called Cheaters. And uh, the show was about like a spouse would go in and. I was going to say, 
Why were you watching well, that? <laughs> always, this show, this show, so much fun. It was so much fun. Well, that and it gave me, you know, what not to do. <laughs> Good. I was gonna say. I hope you weren't taking notes. But on a spouse what or whatever, do. a significant other would go to this, go to these people and say, you know, I think so and so is cheating on me, and then they would do an investigation, and there would be a sting, right? Uh huh. And then catch him in public and try to interview him. It was hysterical, but one of my favorite things. This is from like 20 years ago, and I still remember this because it made me laugh so much. They said, we called up to them at a restaurant, and because of legal ramifications, we cannot say the name of the restaurant, but we can say that it's a house internationally known for its pancakes. <laughs> and I laughed and laughed. That is the best. Oh, funny. Oh, my gosh. That's beautiful. I love that. Yeah. So, There's yeah, always when, a way if they're going to play that game, that's what I would do to get around it. Right. Smart assy. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course she would, <laughs> or, Rando. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, my brother and I watched that show religiously. It's like two o'clock in the morning, and we would laugh and laugh at that show. So much fun. <laughs> or they are, um, people use like made up words that's, that sound like the brand right. thing. Uh-huh. Like I heard a com- uh, um, comedian once say, Oh, I bought this from a company who I cannot say their name, but it rhymes with Shmamazon or something right. like that. Right. Oh, funny. So, yeah. Ways to get around it. Well, you know, I've got the kids. So when they would watch iCarly on Nickelodeon or whatever, or Disney, whatever it was on, uh, it always cracked me up because they're. Apple computers instead of having an apple on it, it had a pear. Yeah. <laughs> ah, that, that's hilarious. Yeah, that's pretty common too. Like either they mm-hmm. would put like a different fruit on mm-hmm. the cover or they would just cover up the Apple logo entirely with like right. a sticker right. or something. And uh no, that, that, that's that's fascinating because I it's like it's like, it's like can the argument be made that you know some of these words are just so you know synonymous with you know, the, with these terms that it's like, it's, it goes beyond, you know, the company, like, for example, like, you know, with Band-Aid, like Band-Aid, I mean, I've heard that all my life instead of like someone mm-hmm. saying adhesive medical strip or something like that. <laughs> it's right. just like, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. And it's just like, uh, it, you understand, like, you know, the, the company, they have a, they have a right to the word and stuff like that and it's just like you know they really want to protect their brand and stuff mm-hmm. like that but it's just it, it's also but it's also a matter of you know are these are real things you know so it's just like are you denying reality in a sense if like you you try to censor someone from you like if someone's telling a story again like you said a comedian and they said you know i you know i got this package from amazon right mm-hmm. i mean i I mean, what I mean, like, are we going to start censoring, like, you know, water cooler conversations where someone says, like, you know, fucking Amazon, you know, sent me this package and it took five days to get there. It's just like, so, I mean, it, I don't know. It's, it's just interesting to me, like how these companies try to censor, mm-hmm. you know, language in a sense, you know. Oh, our world, our world. It's not going to get any better. Yeah, it's cool to see it like in newer books as well, kind of like more current times where they, you know, talk about social media and texting and stuff like that. It kind of like 
takes you it puts me back into reality which i don't especially like or appreciate <laughs> I'm like no, I don't want to. I don't want to, you know, read in uh, read about this. I want to read about something else because that's on like my daily life. But it also gives um, the characters a little more. I don't know, um, not depth, but um, relatability. I guess. So, I think that's. And I think that that's the thing that you know a lot of authors aim for when they're adding in real world products because it's just like you know, it's like okay, you can say you know. They're just like you. I mean, yeah, he's like, you can say, like, okay, these characters went to McDonald's and this is like, well, for legal reasons, we're going to say they went to Whack Arnold's or something like that. And it's just like, okay, why not just say McDonald's? You know, it's just like, it's like, like, unless you're actually trying to do like a parody or like a satire, you know, what is the point of trying to circumnavigate these words, you know, just because these companies. Again, like again, it's like it gets to a point where like you're you're like celebrity, right? It's like if you're a celebrity, there's a certain expectation that comes with like you know being like world famous or like internationally or nationally famous. Like people are going to talk about you. People are going to you know uh, mention your name. I mean, it's just like so. It's like and as long as it's nothing too like outright, you know, uh, like. Uh, what's the word? Uh, slanderous. I don't think there should be too much of a problem. You know, it's just like, I mean, like, well, how is it the end of the world if like you have a protagonist says I, you know, threw some Tide, you know, into the laundry and I, you know, cleaned my T-shirt and stuff like that. It's like if anything. Now, that's just why does she have to be a girl? Why does she have to be a girl doing the laundry? <laughs> I think I'm gonna stop looking, you right there. I no, think you're looking way too much into it, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Hmm. <laughs> Now, we have gone off on a quite interesting tangent over here. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Do. I love it. Yes, we do. <laughs> yes, we do. But I mean, that's, I mean, going back to the book, though, I mean, yes. All that sounds like really fascinating. I'm excited to read it. Um, like, what platforms are, is it available on just so our readers know where they can get it? I believe I, I, I found it on Audible. Yeah, I found it on Audible. I think local book uh, libraries also have them, though there might be a little bit of a wait time, um, depending on how many copies your library has it. Um, yeah, because also, it's quite popular. Correct. Also, you know, you want to check your local bookstores to support them, um, especially with the holidays. They're going to need all the help they can get. Against the bigger Shmamazons in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and Schmarns and Nobles. <laughs> yes. Yep, exactly. <laughs> the worst bookstore of all time. Oh, no. I love going there. I could just spend really? hours. Oh, I could just spend hours. But, I mean, you can well, sit me at a cafe. You can sit me at a cafe and I'll bring my own book and I don't care. My. <laughs> well, all right, we're going to go off on a whole tangent. My problem with that place is that's a I'm going for to another go there time. and get the. I'm going to get the seven and a half deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle, but I can't get the six and a half or the five and a half. I can get the seven and a half, and sometimes <laughs> I can get the second. Right. But I can't get any of them in between. Oh, it's the worst. Give me a book a million. <laughs> Give me a Borders. Which where you would you could probably find the book at? By the way, books a million. <laughs> Not Borders because they're closed now. Yeah. 
There probably so are. We have to go with Shmamazon. Shmamazon. Well, there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and Shmodable. Yeah. <laughs> if you like. Yeah, that we can version. go on that for days. I can find all kinds of things to bitch about. I'm really good. At it. <laughs> we'll leave it for another episode, Rando. Yeah. Speaking of the kids on my lawn, right? I go right down the list. Get off my lawn. <laughs> right. Oh gosh. But that said, uh, if uh, did anyone just kind of want to tell for us to wrap this up, to tell everyone where they can find us on social media. Uh, yeah, we can. You can find us at the Last Page Bookcast on Instagram and Facebook. And the LP Bookcast on Twitter, and our email address, Rando. LP who, Bookcast. We'll wait before you run off on that. LP uh-huh. Bookcast, as in last page Bookcast. Bookcast, not right. I mean, the I restaurant thought that was obvious, Mexican restaurant. But... Oh sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. The um, and uh, Rando is anxiously waiting for any emails you have on your thoughts. Um, of, yes, on our podcast, is. absolutely, um, and our email address is lastpagebookcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from y'all. All right. With that said, I guess we'll go ahead and just uh, call it a day. Uh, we'll be back next week with a new episode. Uh, we'll again. We'll give weekly reminders about you know the book, so we're all on the same page. on the same page. Yeah, by the end of the month. And uh, next week, though, we're going to be talking about the genre of romance. And Kyle is going to do a rant about <laughs> his opinion on said genre. And we'll all kind of just. Uh, I've got a lot in. of opinions on this. Yeah. <laughs> Don't come at me, they Kyle. Don't come at they me. They need to be heard. Yeah. But, oh, Lord. <laughs> but some oh, homework Lord for is us right. is uh, just to kind of have either some specific examples in mind um like actual books that we've read and like maybe like write down some excerpts or like some quotes from these books so we can actually have like a thorough discussion about it and uh because romance i mean still is one still is probably i think it's the top genre i in think fiction. you're right yes like we girls love it like and but it's trash guys- so y'all like trash. Right? How dare you? How dare you? No longer friends. Sorry. See? It's like, okay. See, it divides talking. people. See, exactly. Because it's just like, okay. okay I, I, we'll say we'll say this for the podcast for next week. But uh, that's what we're going to be talking about. So if any of you guys have any opinions about romance, please write in. Uh, to Change the, Rando's sorry. mind. Yeah, <laughs> right into uh, the yeah. email. Well, not all of it's bad. Some of it's good. I just, yeah. <laughs> I'm mostly um, mad because they're way better than me. <laughs> um, well, see, that's I, one of my issues with it. So, you know, I, we'll talk more about that next week, though. <laughs> okay. So. We have issues with the fiction of characters are way too unachievable. Exactly. That's not how real right. romance is. All right. <laughs> All right. 20 minutes in, I've already been asleep for 15. <laughs> <laughs> da, da, da. All right. So, yeah, we'll catch you all next week. All right. All right. Have a good one, people. Yep. Stay Bye. safe. Bye. 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 Yeah.